to the Employer Blueprint Podcast, where we help leaders build great teams for great companies with your host, entrepreneur and leadership coach, Kyle Gorman. At Employer Blueprint, our focus is to provide freedom to business owners by helping them build a high-performing team. Of course, we do this through talent acquisition, we do this through supporting uh, our clients through the onboarding process and, and through the acclimation process that a new employee has. But the question sometimes comes up of what does it really mean to have freedom? Well, freedom is defined differently by everyone. Our goal is to provide that freedom, but you get to choose what you do with that freedom. So for some people, freedom for them means they can spend more time with friends and family and quality time with friends and family. For some, that freedom means they can go out and start new businesses and build new companies. For some, that freedom means they can really focus on how they grow their existing business and, and, and pour into uh, leading their team. Everyone has a different way that they're going to define freedom, but the key is we want to provide that freedom. We want to help you gain freedom. On this week's episode of the show, we get to talk to someone who has gained a lot of freedom in their business, who, uh, who, who several years ago decided they were going to build a high-performing team, and they went out and built that, that high-performing team. And, and today, we get to hear what the impact of that has been and the way that they've been able to use that. But the unique thing about today's episode is we actually have three guests on. We have, we have the leader of that team who started, who had that idea and, and that ran with it. But then we also have two members of that team, one that's been uh, with her from the beginning and another that, uh, that joined about a year ago. And, and the unique perspective that we get to hear is the impact that this high-performing team has had on them, the freedom that they've been able to gain in their life because of having a high-performing team around them. So what I want you to think about this week is not just the impact that Uh, Not just the freedom that you could gain from having a high-performing team as a business owner, but put yourself aside and think about what would the impact be to my employees? What would the impact be to the rest of my team if I built a high-performing team around them? What would that impact be? What would that do for them and their lives? Because as we all know, as leaders, it's really not about us. It's about them. So if if we can help them gain freedom in their life as well, what could they do with that? But that starts with us making the decision that we are going to help them gain that freedom in their life. I hope you enjoy today's episode. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, we would love to hear it. And you can reach out to us at podcast at employerblueprint.com. Well, hello, and I want to thank everyone for joining us this week on the Employer Blueprint Podcast. I'm very excited to bring to you uh, a really unique situation, a unique story and um, um, about teamwork and team building. Of course, we love to talk about team building and what that looks like in our business. Um, but this week's guests, plural, uh, have really built a unique team environment in what has traditionally been an industry that doesn't focus on uh, the team approach. And so we're really excited to learn about um, how that has looked, how it's developed over time, and what it's actually done in providing uh, freedom for the people in that business by being able to leverage the unique skills of a team. So as we jump in, uh, let me introduce you to our three guests. So I have Kellyanne Harris. Uh, I have 
uh, Kelsey Jarbo and I have Denise Jarbo and I, I do want to let the audience know um, those Jarbos are unrelated. It's just the coincidence uh, of a mid-market in Western Kentucky. Uh, there's only so many names to go around. So sometimes we have to share them. So um, Kelly, I'd like you to kick us off. I mean, this, this was all your brainchild and, and uh, you've really done some amazing things with the way you've been able to grow and scale your business. Um, and one of the things you've, you've, uh, one of the ways you've been able to do that is through this team approach. So, um, walk us through your history and experience and kind of tell us what, what the Kelly Ann Harris, uh, story has been like over the last few years. Okay, so um, I'm 35 years old. I'm a mother of uh, one child, Mason, a boy, he's 10. And I got into real estate about, you know, actually it'll be my 10-year anniversary in December. Um, was a single mom um, living off credit card debt and probably was about to lose my house. And I had lost my job. Um, I was previously in the beer industry. I lost my job and uh, my friend, one of my best friends was flipping houses. So I decided to be his realtor. Um, fast forward, um, first year, very, very tough, um, hit the ground running, knocked on every door. Three years in the business, um, I was already the number one agent in town and had um, successfully built a, a, a very um, good name for myself um, and got the beer girl name out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but then if I look into year four, um, I had more business than I could handle and my life was spinning out of control. Mm -hmm. um, I had done... Four years into it, I was the number one um, agent with my previous franchise and had done 142 transactions mm -hmm. um, by myself with one assistant. And still, I knew that if I kept going at that speed, that I would probably kill myself um, yeah. mentally, but maybe physically. Um, so I had gone and um, they always say you should take a trip by yourself and kind of do some soul searching. And I had gone out west and um, done a big hike and I was actually at a real estate convention um, and figured out um, this team concept. Didn't really know too much about it, mm -hmm. but it was either my customer service was going to go down or, um, or it was either customer service or my son. Um, and I chose my son. So um, started the team. Um, they had told me a little bit about it, had went and visited some other teams across um, Kentucky and, and the Ohio Valley, um, and just kind of went with it, uh, jumped off the cliff, um, hired, didn't really know too much about hiring in the beginning, hired a lot of people, um, and then learned very fastly, uh, Kelsey was one of my very first, mm -hmm. very fastly what worked and what didn't work. Um, yeah. and now it took us, what was it, Kelsey, about a year and a half to, double our production um, once we joined Keller Williams um, and we did uh, 200, 242, about $40 million of production. And we also had opened a brokerage in town as well. Um, I had opened a property management company, flipping, rental, um, was just able to be more of an entrepreneurial spirit in, in our, my new role. Um, and then, um, and then this year, um, we uh, we decided to redo some things on our team. Um, and uh, Denise has been with us for now a year. Um, we've got another couple agents that have 
two or three agents that have joined us. So next year, 2020 is probably going to be our best year yet. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. And it's really, and, and of course, you know, during that time, um, you know, we've got these three uh, on, but over that time, you've had multiple team members, typically around four to five-ish, uh, I believe. And so, um, you know, but some people get on and realize the team environment's not for them. Some of them realize the accountability that is involved in a team environment is not for them, uh, which is fine. I mean, that's part of growing and building a team, especially in the early days, as you said, starting to learn what works and what doesn't work and what to look for. Um, so, Kelsey, uh, you know, turning this over to you a little bit, as Kelly mentioned, you were um, you were one of the first. You were kind of in that first round, and uh, you've stuck it out through uh, some of the, the challenges and the joys and the highs and the lows that have gone along with that over the last few years. Um, so, tell us your story and what led to you getting into the real estate space and ultimately deciding to join a team. Um, well, honestly, I... I don't know. It just kind of evolved. Like she said, um, I had just graduated from Wesleyan and, um, like I was in the sciences. So I actually studied plants and, uh, I was in horticulture mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was at the gym and Kelly just knew I wasn't like really filling my job. And she was like, well, have you ever thought about like real estate or insurance? And I was like, uh, no, but She's like, well, I'm so busy and <laughs> I need someone to help me service all these clients. So I was like, okay, like let's do it. So, um, I started real estate school and I finished in three weeks. And I think once I joined the team, my first sale was in three days off of Kelly's Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, wow. and we've just grown from there and I was, yeah. gosh, 23. Yeah. I was yeah. 23 when I got into real estate. And Kelsey is one of the top agents, um, if not the top, um, in our town now. Yeah. Yeah. The team umbrella. Yeah. That's really amazing. Um, and so Denise, you, um, I'm going to kind of turn this over to you. You've, you've, you've had a, a little bit of a career prior to getting into the real estate space um, and uh, successfully raised a wonderful family um, or I shouldn't say you've raised, you are definitely in the process of raising. Yeah. With, uh, with number five on the way, God bless you. And, um, and so, uh, you know, your journey has been a little bit different and what ultimately led to real estate. So, um, so what was it for you? What's that journey looked like? What ultimately led you into this industry and made you decide to, uh, come in as part of a team instead of going independent? Well, um, when Kelsey was just talking about her experience getting in, you know, I remember when she started, I knew her from afar, like a Facebook friend. She came to my gym a few times and I remember her getting in. Of course, real estate was not a passion of mine. I didn't pay attention to it, but I remember her getting started and I remember her being so busy. So she was getting all that business off of Kelly and Kelly probably needed even more like all, she was helping Kelly with her business, but she also had her own. So um, that's where I got introduced to real estate. You know, they said you would be so good at this and I had my doubts like just like everybody else does, you know, mm -hmm. you throw a rock and you hit a realtor. Um, but they, they assured me, you know, if you join this team and you know, we've got plenty of business for you and we will train you, we'll support you. And I had faith. I talked to Kelly. I had a lunch with her. I remember that. And, um, you know, 
I just continued the process, went with the process, did what I was supposed to do. And here you got me a year later, I actually had on my Facebook memory show up um, that my, my very first closing was today, a year ago. Um, and I've done, I can't tell you the number, but I mean, I feel so experienced within a year. I know I've got more to learn. I learn something new every day, but if you'd have told me I'd have been through so much already in one year, I would never have believed you. But yeah. the team has been my support. And for that very reason, you know, I'm paying off debt, planning vacations with my family that I wouldn't have been able to plan yeah. at that other job. So this is really creating a new life for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's incredible. Well, you know, one of the things that we talk about um, uh, in our business, in fact, uh, kind of a motto that we go by is that we provide freedom to business owners by developing high-performing teams. And and that's one of the things that I really love about this. And I want to dive into this freedom concept for just a minute. Um, Kelly, going back to your decision to build a team and to um, uh, really kind of launch this concept of a team, which again, that's not the norm in the industry and especially the market that you were in. There may have been some others that sort of tried, but you're the first in your market to successfully create a team. And I know you had some naysayers along the way, um, and uh, which, you know, interestingly enough, understanding your market just a little bit, knowing that now everybody's trying to build a team. Um, but uh, as it relates to the freedom concept and, and the freedom that this team has created for you, what has that done for you? I mean, you talk about you were at this point where you realized, I'm really over capacity. I, I can't do any more. Um, what has it done for you to create and provide even more freedom for you to grow, scale, and continue to develop? So, one, it's provided me the freedom to open other businesses. So, mm-hmm. I, I look at myself as I'm the, I'm the door opener. And my job is to empower them to replace me um, and me go out there and get other opportunities. That's my job. That's every, everybody knows that that's my role. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I still sell real estate. I still I, I sell a handful of real estate. Honestly, it's the clients I've just had over the years. Sure. That's about all I service now. Um, that way that they have the opportunity to service the others because they do just as good a job, if not better than I do now. <laughs> yeah. um, but through that, I've been able to I have an office now in Columbus, Ohio, have one in Elizabethtown, Campbellsville, Shepherdsville, Madisonville, here in Owensboro, um, and property management and other things that I've been able to do. So I've been able to go out, open up these other companies still going and then chasing that so that they can just follow um, behind to grab whatever opportunity that they want in front of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of going next year. We've got some stuff rolling out that we're going next year into that the team's going to hit a new evolution, a new journey, a new path of um, some stuff that the girls are going to be able to come into and have, have, you know, their own development and their own team within our team um, and not have to go recreate the wheel. We've been working on that for a couple of years. We've kind of failed forward through that. So it's, it's, I've always been a true believer that as a leader, if your world doesn't get big enough for your people, their people will leave if they're the right people. Now you're going to yeah. have people leave that aren't the right people or might not be on the right seat on the bus or right. the team atmosphere is not about them. But if they're the right people and they're loyal to you and you don't provide enough opportunity, they're going to walk out that door. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, um, 
you know, same thing, Kelsey, on the freedom side. One of the things we don't talk about in our business very often is um, the the freedom that is um, attained for the employees in a high-performing organization and having a high-performing team around them. Um, but so for you, you know, coming into this career fairly young, uh, it's provided a lot of opportunity for you to grow professionally and grow personally. Um, but what is what has this team environment done for you from a freedom perspective in life and in work and in business by having this great team around you as opposed to, um, you know, making that decision early on, maybe to go independent in this industry? I think the biggest thing is I am not a paper person and you could hands down ask anybody on the team. Um, that is not my thing. So that's what I love about the team that provides me freedom. And my freedom to me right now is helping more people. Like I, I thrive and I enjoy meeting people. So I have um, the whole admin team helps me with all of our paperwork. Anything I miss, scheduled home inspections, scheduled appraisals, because as an individual agent, you're bogged down with that stuff 24-7. You know, being the middleman between a home inspector and, oh, well, I can't do that time now. Can you call them back? And it's just like, ah, like that's not the things that I'm good at. I'm good at hustling and finding client homes and getting them under contract and not missing a beat or not missing a new listing. So yeah. if I'm focused on that other stuff, I don't have the freedom to do that. So once the team evolves, um, I think your idea of freedom changes at every point in your life too. And that's cool that the team's there to support it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I have kids, then, then my freedom won't be, you know, the same as it was then. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and that is one of the greatest things about having a, a solid team around is really being able to leverage each other's skills to make up for our weaknesses or, uh, and, and sometimes even if they're not uh, great weaknesses, just simply the things that we don't enjoy doing quite as much. And so, right. So being able to leverage the, uh, the skills and the strengths of others on the team um, can be incredibly impactful. Um, so, Denise, uh, I'm going to kind of hand the same question over to you as it relates to the freedom for you as an employee, um, but then this high-performing team environment. You know, you talked about how now you are, um, you know, you're paying off debt, you're planning uh, vacations with the family. And I mean, I, I know um, um, those types of things, I mean, kind of hearing your voice, the excitement that that creates by having the type of freedom to be able to do those things. And obviously a lot of that would not be possible without uh, this really strong team around you. So um, Denise, for you, what has this team meant in the freedom that it's been able to create for you in your life, um, both personally and professionally? Well, pers professionally, like Kelsey mentioned, you know, our admin team, just that huge support that we wouldn't have. And especially just getting into real estate, you don't want to mess up or you don't want to do yeah. anything where you're not crossing your T's and dotting your I's, but they've helped me look good that way. Um, you know, we went on our a full week vacation, actually over a week in May, and I had team members helping me show houses while I was gone. Um, and I've, I've actually, back in February, we went to uh, New Orleans for a convention, and I got, you know, things under contract then because I had people showing houses for me back here. Right. So just being able to do that and still, still being able to run your business. And that's what it is. It's a business. Mm -hmm. It's not a job. It's Kelly says right. that it's ours. Yeah. So, um, now personally, um, yeah, just having that freedom and, and being able to bring my kids into work. 
take them on showings with me, take my older kids to open houses with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm showing them, they are so proud of me. And to, to be able to say that it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but like even just yesterday I had the time. So we went and did back to school shopping on a whim, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's just, it's indescribable, but, um, I'm just very thankful. Yeah. That's really good. And, and, and like I say, that's not something we talk about often in business, but the amazing, um, uh, the impact that a great team has on the individual employees and the individual contributors um, is hard to match. And, um, you know, just as Kelly mentioned earlier, you know, if, if you don't have the capacity or the opportunities for your team, they're going to leave. And the same holds true. If you have a weak team around, your high performers will leave. Um, because no one wants to play down to their competition. No one wants to play down to the team that they have. And you're only as strong as your weakest link. And so if you have uh, two or three high performers and seven or eight not so high performers, then your two or three become very, very marketable in whatever industry you're in. And so um, uh, it's, it, it can really be an incredible thing for all of the members of that team when they have that type of support around them. So Kelly, one of the questions that I have for you too is... Um, again, this was not necessarily the norm. And I know you'd gone to conference and kind of, you know, heard about this idea and, and, uh, decided to give it a go. But, um, in the early days, there wasn't, um, there wasn't necessarily a, a defined model or blueprint out there to say, step by step, this is how you build uh, a team in this industry. Um, and so what did you do to help launch this team approach? without it necessarily being the norm around you or having others in your market that had already done this to be able to learn from? So I was looking for my book. Mm-hmm. So Keller William, Gary Keller actually had the concept of teams back in the early 2000s, put out a book called the MREA back in 2001. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing that book on the bookshelf at my old company, mm-hmm. but I never picked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, it just wasn't something. So now like our team follows that model Mm -hmm. that was built back in the two thousands, but these were in big cities. These were in in big cities like California, you know, San Diego, Austin, Houston, um, Columbus. I mean, these weren't in rural towns, like a hundred thousand people like we have. Right. So we follow that model to a T, but we do tweak it to our rural needs. Mm -hmm. Um, and honestly, a lot of people try to just fumble through it and we fall, you know, I've had coach, uh, real estate coach after real estate coach after real estate coach out of this company. And I really owe a lot of that to them of keeping me on track to follow the model. Now we had to tweak it some, and then also just, um, and I hope I'm answering your question, staying learning based mm-hmm. and getting good within here. Yeah. Um, I know Kelsey and I, and Denise and I talk about this a lot is, not having, removing all the limiting beliefs. I mean, sitting here today, knowing that I have, that we have three market centers and a team that's doing $40 million of production. None of that stuff had ever been done in Owensboro, Kentucky. None of it. But, but all of us had to believe it before it happened. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us go through this world, um, you know, looking at what other people have done and not looking bigger past us. And so that was something that we've always done as a team is always, looked up to the ones that are doing more than us and getting what they're doing and bringing it back to us. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there's something that you talked about there that I want to touch on today um, is 
you know, you talked earlier about what you feel like your role is in the organization now. And you talked about how you have to, um, kind of the mindset that you have to have. And I, I talk about from a leadership perspective, I often talk about the need to be selfless. And that's sort of a foundation of, of leadership is that selfless approach and understanding exactly what you said. It's, it's not necessarily, it's not just about you. It's not just about your employees. It's about the families that they have. I mean, it's, it's this huge ripple effect that you have in people's lives. Um, one of the things that you have been very um, good at is understanding and, and identifying transferable skills. I mean, both of the ladies we have on today did not come from this industry and you've been able to make them um, help set a, a foundation for them to be very successful in the industry. So the first question, simple question I would have for you, Kelly, is what do you believe your greatest um, uh, strength is within the business? What is the, what is the main skill that you have within this business? I'm responsible for the vision and I have such a great job telling everyone the vision and getting them to believe it. And then, you know, and I, I, I would, and maybe the girls would disagree. And the second thing is, um, being willing to change immediately, even if it costs me a relationship. And, and so Kelsey, along those same lines, I mean, what do you think your, um, what's your greatest strength? What's the greatest skill that you have uh, that, that benefits the team and, and the industry? I think the ability to like talk to people and which Kelly's taught me that though too. So I told Kelly the other day, I'm like, gosh, like I can't even get mad at people anymore. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, you know, you know, you taught me that you never know what someone's going through that day. And so then I'm like, okay, well maybe they had a bad day. And maybe that's why they called and yelled at me, you know, that other agent. <laughs> and no, so, but you've got to have that mindset because, you know, you don't want to ruin a relationship with an agent over one transaction whenever you're going to be in multiple transactions with them forever. Cause I'm not ever getting out of real estate. So <laughs> I think that's just talking to people and, you know, even like some agents would be like, gosh, Kelsey, like you're so nice. Like we can't even hate you. And I'm like, well, it's not even like worth getting mad over. Like literally no one's ever died over real estate is what, you know, Kelly had taught me too. Like why, why get upset? There's a solution to every problem. Like it can be fixed. So I feel like I always try to be solution based. You know, this is a problem, but there's always a solution. So I try to be optimistic and, you know, try to think critically to get a deal together or to stay together. So, so she'd be like, Oh, your financing's bad. Sorry. Like, okay, let's call another lender. Can your parents co-sign? We have extra cash somewhere, you know? So it's, that's ultimately what they want. What I really love is that, um, none of you talked about kind of the specifics that are within the industry. Everything you talked about are transferable to anything you do in life. Um, you know, Kelly talking about the, the vision and being adaptable and Kelsey being able to communicate with people and stay positive and find solutions. And, and Denise, uh, Denise being a problem solver and really bringing your personality into what you're doing. So going through all of that, um, uh, Kelly, you had the, you had the foresight, you had the vision early on to not just focus on people that were in this industry and say, hey, I want to build a team. Let me take people that are in the industry that already have 10 years experience and bring them onto my team so they can make a little more money and I don't have to really train them and deal with them. Instead, you 
um, very openly focused on these transferable skills. You looked for people that had a drive, that have a hustle to them, that know how to multitask, that know how to adapt. Um, what led to that foresight and how is it that you are able to um, identify people with these transferable skills and figure out how to best use them in your organization? Because it's not just on the agent side that you're doing this. That, that happens um, uh, throughout your organization. So how are you able to identify these transferable skills? And what are the things that you're looking for to find people that are going to be successful, no matter the role you're bringing them in on? So crazy. We just did this yesterday in our leadership um, exercise, Kelsey and Mandy and I, and I have it written up here. Mm -hmm. And our core values on our team, what I have failed my way through, mm -hmm. um, and we can look back on, like you said, it, it doesn't make a person right or wrong if they don't want to be on our team. It right. just might not be, team might not be for them, you know, sure. and, and that's okay. And we love people whether they're on our team or not. But these are the things is um, trust. They have to be a team player. Their values have to align with us. They have to be positive, humble, and have grit. And there was a lot of words that came up in between those six. Mm -hmm. we, will, we will work as hard as we can with that person. It seems to be easier. Um, now, it takes a lot longer. It, like it's not instant success for the leader or for financially for the team. Don't get me wrong. Cause it's a lot of time spent with the people, but it seems that we're having a better success rate with those individuals that we're bringing, you know, um, raw. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's one thing that I really do. I, I find very interesting and I love that you do that because again, something that, that we uh, kind of preach pretty heavily on in the recruiting business is um, don't just focus on people that are in your industry. Let's find those transferable skills uh, and understand what's the position and what are the skills needed um, and then find people wherever they are, um, whatever avenue they've been down to to come in and fill those roles. And if you've got an amazing opportunity for them, um, it, it's, it's, you know, people are so much more appreciative of those opportunities uh, whenever we can take these skills that they didn't even realize could adapt into that specific industry and that they didn't realize necessarily could generate the opportunities um, uh, financially, professionally, and personally in those industries. And so finding those transferable skills, I think is really key. And I, and I love that you've gone back to those core values um, because that's how you help kind of identify what those skills are. If people don't have these things, they're probably just going to not going to fit well in our environment. And so then your entire vetting process can be based around, do they match these things? Do they fit well with who we are? If they fit well with who we are, we can teach them the skills um, that, you know, classes, training courses, there are a lot of things that can be done. So. Sorry, right. Kelsey, what do you always say about skill? Um, I always just say you can't teach hustle. But I do say that a lot, but <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, you can teach skill all day. You say, she says, you can teach skill all day, but you can't teach hustle. Yeah, and and there's uh, there is so much truth to that. Um, I would much rather have someone that has no experience in an industry, uh, but has a, just an unmatched work ethic, because um, I've never seen or come across an industry that can't be learned. And uh, so, as long as they've got the right work ethic, uh, they can learn what they need to know. Um, 
Well, ladies, I really, truly appreciate you taking the time today. I know um, you've all had to, to take some time out to be able to join us here, but I just wanted the opportunity to share with our audience um, what it really looks like to uh, build a high-performing team, to have a high-performing team around you, um, both employer and employee, and, and what that feels like, what that looks like, um, and, and a little bit about what that process has been. So uh, I thank you so much for doing that. Uh, Kelly, before we uh, get out of here, how can people learn more about what you're doing, the impact you're having, um, and, um, and maybe even get in touch if they have questions with you? Um, so they can reach out to us. Um, we have, um, an email, like if, if they're thinking about maybe getting into the industry or joining our team, whether that been administrative or be an agent, cause we have all kinds of seats. They can, um, email us is Kelsey, is it still careers or gaps? Is it still careers? It's careers at K H T team, K H T and then the word team and.com. Um, or they can call us at 270-929-5857 so, or reach out to any of us on Facebook. So yeah. we are looking for other individuals at all times um, yeah. to join us because um, we have the thought process that more people on our team, like-minded individuals, uh, means that we can all fulfill our, all of our goals and our family's yeah. goals. Very good. And we will put a link to that uh, in the show notes so everyone can access that information. Well, again, thank you all so much. Appreciate you taking the time and um, appreciate you sharing what your journeys have looked like and, and uh, what these opportunities have meant to you all. So thank you all for taking the time today. Thanks for joining us on the Employer Blueprint Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show to receive the latest episodes. For more information on how Employer Blueprint can help build great teams in your business, visit EmployerBlueprint.com. Or to inquire about Kyle speaking at your next event, visit KyleGorman.com. And until next time, make it a great day. Yeah.